Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Friday the 16th of June. And as usual with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick things off as always with the scores on the doors and another solid night in the U.S., Dow Jones closing up 429 points, 1.3%, 34,408, clearing that 34,000 level. Only just, but we'll take it. Had a high of 510 up and a low of minus 33. So a relatively volatile night. We'll also have this evening in the US, we do have quadruple witching taking place in the US and that is the time when we do see the um, expiry of uh, futures and options on stocks and indices. So that can uh, exacerbate volatility and it can also exaggerate uh, volumes as well. So just be aware that we do have quadruple witching tonight in the US. The Nasdaq was up 1.15%, 156 points, 13,700 and 83, you do get the feeling that it wants to get to 14,000. The S&P 500 in the middle for diddle, but only just up 1.22%. 53 points, 44.26. 4,426. And the VIX volatility index up, amazingly, 4.5% to 14.5. Still pretty low levels compared to its long-term averages. Over in the European markets, we saw a little bit of easing uh, as the ECB increased its rates last night, as expected, and did talk about uh, a a higher rate target as well. So that took a little bit of the gloss off those European markets. The stock 600 was down a whole point, or 0.13%. The FTSE was up slightly, 0.3%. Germany down 0.1%. France down 0.5, Spain down 0.1 as well. So nothing very exciting coming out of the European markets, but it was all about the US markets last night. Looking at some of the US stocks, the likes of NVIDIA taking a little bit of a uh, breather, down 0.8%. AMD also in the chip space down 2.4%. We had Netflix up 1%, Meta up 3.1%. Tesla having another day of consolidation after a meteoric rise uh, down 0.4%. U.S. banks doing better. J.P. Morgan up 1.1%. Citigroup up 07 Goldman up 04 And Bank of America up 0.9%. And the KBW Regional Banking Index was up 1.7%. European banks eased on the back of that ECB raising. We had uh, UBS, used to be smart, down 1.2%. Deutsche down nearly 3%. And Barclays down 2.3%. Looking across at the bonds in the US, we did see 10-year yields falling 7.8 basis points, back down to 3.72. The two years, 4.65, down 5.7 basis points. The Aussie 10s slipping away as well. They did get above 4% yesterday, back down to 395 But certainly that jobs number yesterday uh, does give 
Philip Lowe, the RBA governor, reasons to raise again. So um, that wasn't a particularly good sign, and that's what took some of the enthusiasm out of the market yesterday. But the Aussie 10 back to 3.95%. Bitcoin had a bit of a rally, 2.3% higher. The Aussie dollar closing in on 69 cents. And we are seeing the Aussie dollar in demand at the moment. The Aussie is the fourth largest traded currency in the world, surprisingly enough, and sometimes seen as a proxy for China. And there are certainly some rumblings that China is uh, looking at stimulus and uh, pushing their economy further because it has been spluttering, to say the least. So there are some thoughts that the Chinese stimulus will continue. We have seen a couple of uh, modest interest rate cuts to some of their rates in the last few days. So we are hoping that we get more Chinese stimulus. And as a result, that Aussie is being bought up at the moment, as I say, closing in on 69 cents, 68.79. The US dollar index fell 0.8 of a percent. And looking at uh, commodities last night, we had uh, Brent crude up 2.9%, $2.11. WTI up $2.40 or 3.5%, back up over $70 a barrel, 70.56. The US dollar gold price up $15.90 or 0.8%, 1957.7. Platinum had a good night, up 1.3%. In other commodities, we had copper up 0.7, nickel up 1.1, aluminium doing nothing down a James Bond, 007, and we had zinc down 0.4, lead up 0.6, on ton up 1.8%, iron ore not doing much, to be honest, we had that up 0.16 of a percent, Dalian iron ore futures down 1.8% as well, coal slightly better, a bit of a merry old soul is coal, up 2.8% there. So looking at uh, our mining sector and the mining stocks overseas, we have BHP ADRs up 2%, Rio ADRs up 1.6%. We had uh, the likes of Freeport McMoran unchanged, Alcoa down 0.4%, Tech up 1.4%, Anglo down 0.1%, Glencore up 1%, Vale up 1.5%, and Albemarle in the lithium space, lithium stocks took a little bit of a smacking yesterday, up 2%. So that is giving the bulls some encouragement, I would imagine, this morning. And more U.S. stocks just in focus. Amazon up 0.6. Alphabetti Spaghetti up 1.1%. Microsoft 3.2% higher. I think that is an all-time high, pretty much, for Microsoft and Apple up 1.1%. So things going pretty well in the U.S. as far as that tech rally goes. Continuing to push through there last night in the U.S., the rally in the US S&P 500 and the NASDAQ brings it to its highest intraday levels since April 2022. We did get some economic data out as well from the US last night. May retail sales were better than expected and the New York Federal Empire Survey posted a big rebound. May retail sales were up 0.3% month on month, which was slightly better than the 0.2% monthly decline Uh, that was expected. That still was below April's 0.4% month-on-month gain as well. And that Fed Empire Manufacturing Index printed at up 6.6. Consensus was for a 15.5 minus print 
against April's 31.8 negative. So certainly that uh, was better than expected. We do, as I say, have quadruple witching tonight in the US. That's the quarterly expiry of options on individual stocks, stock index futures, and options on stock indexes and options on stock index futures. Plus, just to make things interesting, because it is a quarter, it is a quarterly rebalancing of some of the underlying indices. So that can lead to higher trading volume. So uh, the single busiest day of the second half of 2022 came on December the 16th, 2022, which was the fourth quarter's witching day there. The US traders are getting out the Stock Traders Almanac at the moment and seeing how this June is compared to other Junes. Uh, In a typical June, the Dow usually sheds around 0.2% on average, but so far the Dow is up 4.4%. Uh, That's also ahead of the overall average, which is a typical month being a 0.7% advance. So 4.4% so far for the month, and it is only the 15th of June in the US. Similarly, the S&P 500 has gained 5.5% this month, blowing past the historical June average of just 0.1% of a gain. So certainly the Stock Traders Almanac are getting a bit of a workout at the moment, trying to compare it to previous Junes. Adobe, uh, some good news from Adobe. They're lifting full-year revenue and profit outlooks on AI optimism. My friend Bryce Lesky will be very pleased with that. He's a big Adobe fan. Lots of talk about generative AI features spurring demand for its software, and the stock was doing pretty well after hours, up around 4%, and has been doing quite well recently. Of course, we did see the ECB last night, Uh, delivering that uh, rate hike, and they're now resetting the high as much as uh, 4%. So there we go. The uh, market is now expecting the ECB to deliver 25 basis point hikes in July and September for that terminal rate of 4%. The Aussie dollar is at a four-month high at the moment, and uh, certainly that is uh, good news. Uh, for the Aussie, but of course, part of that is because the numbers yesterday in terms of uh, the unemployment this week uh, have been um, pretty strong still. So the um, theory goes, of course, that uh, Phil Lowe will have to raise rates in July and even perhaps in August. So that's certainly helping the Aussie dollar. In local news today, the ANZ is uh, busy trying to uh, bed down that uh, Suncorp acquisition and it has been talking to the Queensland government uh, about executing the implementation agreement. Uh, Under the agreement, ANZ committing to establish a new major tech hub in Brisbane, uh, also to work with Google to deliver cloud training to the tech hub employees, and to work with Queensland universities to drive research and training in technology. Of course, the ACCC still yet to rule on that one. Evans and Partners has initiated coverage of AP Eagers with a neutral rating, $13.11 price target, which gives it a 5% upside from here. Peter Warren Automotive as well, initiated by the like uh, the broker Evans and Partners, initiated positive with a $3.35 target, which gives it a 41% upside. Abacus Property Group has upgraded to outperform from neutral at Macquarie, Target, though, remains $2.90, which gives them a 12% upside. Panoramic Resources, PAN, downgraded to speculative buy 
from Biocanacourt Genuity. We did see an announcement recently from Panoramic Resources about some trouble at mill in terms of uh, a, a part breaking, which is going to cause some production disruptions. Charter Hall Group downgraded to underperform from outperform at CLSA. And no surprise here, really, DGL, which had a massively horrible day yesterday, uh, downgraded to a hold from an ad at Morgan's. They've downgraded their price target from $2.10 to a dollar on the back of that trading update that we saw yesterday. So not such good news for DGL. That was the one of the stocks I wrote up yesterday as in the Kennel Club. It obviously was barking quite loudly yesterday, dipping below a dollar on the back of that uh, margin compression issue that they seem to have at the trading update. So certainly no rush to, uh, to get that one out of the kennel at the moment. In other news just coming through today as well, we have Monodelphus awarded new contracts and contracts extension, valued at around $120 million in total. Uh, two contracts with Rio Tinto under its Sustaining Capital Projects Panel Agreement to undertake upgrades to the conveyor gravity take-up systems at Tom Price and Kate Lambert Port. John's Ling Group has been downgraded to neutral from positive at Evans & Partners. Target price cut to $5.88 from $6.50. Chalice Mining initiated a sell at UBS. Target is 6 bucks, And we also have uh, Co- Coffee, uh, COF, Centuria Office, REIT, has declared Q4 uh, dividend per share of 0.03525 cents in terms of that distribution there. Well, that's it from me today. Bank of Japan as well coming this morning, but uh, that shouldn't be too dramatic. We look as if we're going to have a pretty good day today, finishing the week in a little bit of style. Those spy futures uh, showing another gain and pushing the market higher. 29 points up for spy futures. 0.4 of a percent. We did have a 14-point rise yesterday in the market. Nothing very exciting or dramatic, but uh, of course we did get the wind taken out of our sails to some extent by the jobs uh, number, which did uh, rob us of a lot of enthusiasm. And this week as well, some of the enthusiasm has been tempered by that fall in CSL, which is, of course is a major part of the ASX 200 one of our biggest companies, and that certainly has weighed on the market this week. But uh, we should see resources continue to do okay at the moment. That Aussie dollar at four-month high, close to 69 cents, always a sign that maybe there's some enthusiasm returning for resources and that we will get some more stimulus from China. That's it. Have a great day, and may the trading gods be with you.